I don't think we I could say anything I just said as a as a white male, but hey, I did it. In a time where all podcasts are the same. Two guys have decided that enough is enough. This is the League of Unextraordinary Gentlemen. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a while. We're happy to have you back. Fireside here with Eric Pipes Joliker. You know, just quick sidebar. He's wearing this great Guns N' Roses shirt. I asked Eric to name me, name me four Guns N' Roses songs. He said, I'll name you one. And then he sang me Every Rose Has Its Thorn, which is sung by Poison and Brett Michaels. And I want you to know that you are an idiot. But I'm really happy to be back in this room with you. It's been a couple of weeks. I've been away on travel. I've been all over the U.S., really. You have been. I, I left the continental U.S. You're the jet setter. I, I I was on a jet. But how was your week, huh? How were your How were your last couple of weeks before I dive too been deep? Busy. I also have been traveling around the region, not necessarily the uh, the the nation. Back in you. Rehoboth, or uh, no, uh, Bethany. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, spent some more time at the beach and a little R and R. I mean, you clearly wanted to show these tan pipes off tonight. Eric, Eric showed up in another tank top that was too bright, and and we were like, "Look, you can't wear that because of the green screen." And then Sean came in and offered him two shirts. One was a Baltimore Orioles shirt, and they're surging. They're actually the best team in baseball. I swear, this better be. The, green screen and right now. The other shirt was this sleeveless Guns N' Roses shirt to which he can't name a single song by the artist. But he selected this shirt because it has no sleeves. <laughs> so, Eric, did hey. you did you work your pipes while you were at the beach? I don't know. You tell me. Do they look like they've been They worked? look so good. I think you should oil them up like Hulk ooh, Hogan ooh. next time. Next time. I yeah, want them all have... glistening. All right. I'm going to take a note for that for the next episode. WWE's under fire. See Vince McMahon step down? <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it too much. but I did not see that. All kinds of sexual harassment and uh, such. Are we surprised? Not at all. He's, <laughs> the funniest thing is they're like, at 78 years old, Vince McMahon is stepping down. And I was like, for most people, they just call that retirement. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 78. <laughs> like, oh, he had a good run. My God. It's not like he's 38. Good Lord. How rich do you think that guy? Anyway. It's filthy. Well, Eric, I actually yeah. went, uh, as I told the uh, loyal... about the old Puerto Rico. Yeah, loyal listeners. I went to Puerto Rico. It was a now, really good time. Now, we have friends that live down there. I didn't realize Chris, Chris was down there. Chris and Sarah, yeah. Yeah. So apparently you didn't look him up while you're down there. I, I didn't. I didn't. I thought he was, um, where you, did I think he you was? You really don't pay attention to social media at no, all. I don't. I, they not often. Because frequently on, on there. I see their pictures, but I never equated it to Puerto Rico. It, the most of them say where they're located. I just thought they were like, I didn't know they were living there. I thought they were like vacationing on one of like Turks and Caicos yeah, no, or no, something. Yeah, no, no, They moved there. That's great, because I want to. I, I really well, liked Puerto Rico. I loved it, actually. It takes four hours to get there. It's like going to Florida. How All expensive right? was it? Was it was it expensive? or No, the flights were really reasonable. No, 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 no. no. There, on the island. Oh. Um, like, Hawaii is very expensive. Oh, no, no. I think, actually, I was talking about my uh, with my parents, and they were like, I think you got the right idea. I think going to Puerto Rico is the way to go. And I was like, well, have you been to either one? They were like, well, no. I was like, this is a great discussion. But my dad's like, I, don't have, I have no desire to go to Hawaii. I think you did it right going to Puerto Rico. I well, think yeah. I mean, it's a four-hour flight versus like an eight. No, the, the it's, flights, shit, it's like a yeah. twelve-hour flight. Hotels and and like the uh, Airbnb I stayed in the the first night was like one hundred and thirty bucks a night. It's not bad. No, it was and it was beachfront, and so I was looking at Lucio Beach, and to my left was the rainforest. That so the view was incredible. The rainforest Cafe is down there. Yes, yes, nice. the El Yunque Rainforest. <laughs> right. So look, that was really cheap. You can find cheap restaurants, or you can find expensive ones. Some of the places have like you know street food, like um like f- food trucks and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's Would a, you trust it? Yeah, we Did can you still, trust yeah, it? you can still look up reviews. Like one we went for breakfast and then we literally sat on the ocean, like two little chairs. It was, mm-hmm. it was like the most spectacular view. And that, they, they made me like, um, almost like little sliders, like little burgers for breakfast with like bacon on top mm. of them with like a nice sweet Hawaiian roll. Oh, they were mm. really, you would have, you would have dug a lot of meat, a lot of pork. Oh, yeah. A lot of pork, pork down there. Love Everything's pork. The pork. Yeah. And then they have something the called other white meat called mafongo. Mafongo. I tried that. That's their national dish. So that's made with like plantains. Mm-hmm. So I, it's like it would replace like a potato probably. Yeah. So I had that with like, um, you know, pork and meat and all kinds of different Was things. It like a slurry? There. No, no. It was more like a, um, a casserole. 
what's the stuff I'm thinking of? No, like cornmeal. Like it was like a heart, like it was like a, like a base, like it would shape it and you could car- carve it off. It was like a, you know, like, um, corn, um, what's the cornbread almost the consistency of like cornbread interesting but it would oh, you could get okay. it with shrimp or pork oh yeah or... yeah yeah yeah. i think i've had this before it's really good i don't know if you have it's only in puerto rican well, <laughs> well puerto, rican puerto rican cuisine hmm? all the rums are down there the bacardi factory is well, down there tell us about that yeah so i drank one of their passion fruit flavors that you can't get in the u.s <sighs> finished that. finished that on a monday passed out on the beach Came back and went back to sleep from 5 p.m. until 6 a.m. the next day. The old wife was not happy. Boy, are you a pussy. She was not. We drank a whole bottle <laughs> on the beach. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Like, a, like a fifth? Like a no, it was like a bottle. This, no, yeah, yeah, like a whatever, like a normal sized bottle of right, 750 liquor. Milliliters. 750 milliliters. Yeah, so, but we also had uh, uh, beers and stuff. But the two of you finished the bottle together or you finished it by yourself? Well, you could say it was together, but I was just sitting there ripping shots on the beach and she probably had like a quarter of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I hadn't been on vacation in a while. It was our first day. I started drinking at like uh, eight or I'm I sorry, mean, I'm ten not in the morning. Judging one bit. Well, then we're out on the beach all day, right? We're drinking, drinking. I, I make the cardinal sin of falling asleep on the beach in the sun. Oh, you dumb dumb. Yeah. So I didn't mean to. I, I laid down to like listen to some music, and then two hours later, I like I look like fucking Clint Eastwood in the Gun to Bend. You know, like my lips were like all dry. <laughs> I'm like, Agua! where did she Agua! just leave you on the beach? She fell asleep in the shade of a palm tree, and one. I fell asleep. I was still in the shade of the palm tree. The sun moved. Well, no, the earth moves. Well, you got it. The earth, <laughs> things moved, and the shadows were no longer over me. The cool thing about Puerto Rico is, is that you don't really need uh, umbrellas, though. Like all, like the palm trees almost go almost like right up to the water. You'll still have like thirty yards, let's say, in oh, between. Nice. But you just kind of find a cool tree to sit under, post up under there. Don't fall asleep though, because the sun. Well, moves. No, don't do that. But it, it's good. You don't need to like go look for a you know yeah, umbrella yeah. and a spot in the morning. You got to basically find a cool spot under the tree so that was cool uh we did i did the el yunque rainforest i did a 25 foot cliff jump i did a um i saw that i saw that video um, and uh you looked special Uh, so here let me tell you you looked very special oh that was the swing i think you mean the rope yeah no 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 no. i saw you to jump in with the helmet in the yeah oh no that was the water slide yeah oh i don't know i saw you jump off of a cliff into a pool well maybe it was i'm sorry in, maybe my wife the, put up the all look, the clips in the look of you going in i was like oh he's so special I'm so this, this, is, this is the make a wish yeah for, for one stuff it was Savannah. beautiful it was my beautiful black wife that's all i wanted was to get <laughs> all right so we did the, the cliff jump the water slide was really cool because it was like uh it carved out the rock it was it wasn't an actual right. slide you're in the middle of a fucking rainforest but it became a slide and that was really neat uh, and then they had a rope swing, and the guy goes, um, the guy, when we were about to go out on the rope swing, he goes, hey, do a backflip. <laughs> and I was like, a backflip? <laughs> All right. And so I, I swing oh, you out, botched right? it, didn't yeah, you? <laughs> I swing out to do the, to do the, um, the swing out into like the water into the rainforest. You're like up like probably 15 feet. So yeah, I swing out. And I guess what you're supposed to do is start the backflip, like most of it, while you're still on the rope. Right. And you flip your legs, your legs and then over. Let go. So I, but I've never really done a backflip. I'm not a, I, I'm not a flipper. I can't even do a flip on a diving board. Oh, so I swing out on this thing. I start to lift my legs up and then I let go as my <laughs> legs are like right here and there's no centrifugal force, right? So my legs go here and I just drop like a stone. Back, so I did a backflap. Dude, I, there was flop. like, there was like 40 to 60 people. Like this was a tour spot. Mm-hmm. It went, and people went, <laughs> just looked over. I was like, mm-hmm. my back hurts. It was so loud. It reverberated throughout the canyon. <laughs> he so, is special. He I did really do a special, special jump. Now we went to the uh, bio bay, which was really oh, yeah, cool. The, your dad the bioluminescence. Yeah, your dad calls it the bio bay. He calls it the bio bay. <laughs> you got to go to the bio bay. Fucking Al from North Dakota, so, Iowa. Sorry, Minnesota. Uh, so we go, hey, look, that was really cool. So we go, we do, we did a glass bottom kayak. All right. Mm-hmm. So you go out at like nine o'clock at night. Uh, it's all dark. Now it was cool because there was like a thunderstorm off in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you had like the lightning. It wasn't really raining, but the lightning was still kind of lighting the sky up every once in a while. So it was this really atmospheric trip. So I was like, wait, it was a, um, it was a kayak, but it was a two person kayak. So I knew everything we needed to do. I was doing, I was getting us to stop. I was getting us to turn, put my, my, now were you in the, the stern or were you in the bow? I was in the front. 
I went Ooh. front. Now I was because I was told with the kayaks it's different. That's the person. Oh, you're, okay. you're the rudder. You're steering in the back with the canoes. And right. I was going to sit in the back, but they were like, the person up front should sit because if they have more experience, they can steer things and get you out of trouble. You're and like, blah blah blah. Yeah. Did you, did you tell them how much that you you paddled? Oh, I, I seventy miles over yeah. over uh, oh, yeah. four or five day period. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we were veterans at that point, you and I. Mm-hmm. But this mm-hmm. was cool, so we went. You know, it was it was a fraction of that trip, but it was probably like a twenty minute ride, twenty five minute paddle out. And then we stopped in the water, and I was thinking it was going to just be lit up everywhere. And the tour guide starts talking, and he, and Maury's talking, and kind of let our eyes adjust to the dark. And he's like, "Look down at the water," and the water was like twinkling. It was mm-hmm. like sparkling, like uh, like when you bite into like a lifesaver, that mm-hmm. spark. Like you could see yeah. it. It's not like it's bright like stars, but when you start to look at the water, you right. can see it. And then anytime you would disturb the water, like put your hand yeah. in, move the oar, it would light up. So they had these things called dinoflagellates mm-hmm. that I learned. <laughs> I'll say that five like times. Like jellyfish. Yeah. So the creatures, when they're disturbed, that's their like defense mechanism or whatever. They light up. So it was like on the trip back, we were rowing, and every time we put our oar in, we could see it. And then the disturbance of the water under the kayak mm-hmm. was lighting it up under the kayak. So it was like once in a lifetime. What's really crazy is photography and video it doesn't work with oh, it the, doesn't with pick the it effect. Up. So you, the only way to see it is with your own is eyes. to go. Huh. So we tried. They told us it wouldn't. Sunday tried to take a couple shots, but you got to go do it. And so they said that the Puerto Rico one is the brightest in the world. Uh, and that the the mangroves broke when they had the big hurricane down there a few years ago, and they had to repair it because all the di- it's it's like a perfect bastion, water condition wise for these things for to, things. to it's like a once in a, one in a million chance, huh. and then almost broke down there. Um, so that's on an island called Vieques, which is a little island off of there. What I learned is Vieques. The guy goes, I, I, <clears throat> this was used to be a military uh, island by the U.S. Navy. And we were thinking, like, what, up until, like, the 50s, 60s? And he goes, no, until 2003. He was like, I remember hearing the bombs when I was a child. We were like, holy <laughs> shit. So I guess they were doing, like, bomb testing and stuff. But so I looked it up. Real estate's dirt cheap in this place, Vieques. It's because it's not even been a tourist spot for more than 20 years. Like, since they were you – know, it was, it was a, a military installation yeah. until 2003. You can get, like, a – like a five bedroom house there for like 180 grand, like on the water. Wow. <laughs> it's disgusting. Now, do you have to boat to that island or? Yeah. So the, you got, you have two options to get to Vieques. You could either take a puddle jumper plane. That's mm-hmm. 200 bucks. It's a hundred each way. Okay. And it's like a half hour ride or it's you could bad. take the ferry and we took the ferry. The ferry she is, would. ferry is $2 a person, right. $4 round trip and it's about a 50 minute ride. It's the Greyhound way. Look, I was at five dollars or two hundred or four hundred because I was paying for two of us. No brain. All, all you got to do is get to that ferry. But I stayed on the east side of the island, so we were already. I built my that kind of built that in, into my trip, so I was knew I was going to take the ferry. So we stayed pretty close to there because the ferry's like two hours from San Juan, which is where a lot of people stay, which is the capital, which is not where I went. I went to the less touristy spots. Mm. Vieques was the bombing place, right? Now, so that's a, where you actually stayed. Well, I stayed two nights in Luquillo, which is in Puerto Rico okay. proper, and then two nights in Vieques. What I wanted to tell you was I rented a Jeep in Vieques. Vieques has beaches that are – some of them are only accessible by four-wheel drive vehicles. There were two beaches that I went to while tell I was Tell me you got stuck. No, no. There were two beaches I went to where we were – and I'm not talking like a, a 20-yard um, you know, strip of land. I'm talking – Three football fields in either direction. We were the only people on the beach for like two hours. Yeah. You got to, it's hard to get there, but that's the type of experience you can, and I'm talking gorgeous Caribbean water. Like we were, we were the only people on the beach. It was good, like good, fine sand. Oh, it's great. Sand's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, again, like, but that's don't step on a stingray out there. Boy, oh boy, you're in trouble. I can only imagine what you would do to Emily if you had her for two hours alone on a beach. You could probably imagine what I was getting myself into. You passed out after drinking a bunch of rum. I know exactly what you did. Not on the private beaches. (laughs) Just telling you when you look out and you're like, like six feet of water and look around and there's nobody around. You're going to have a little fun. I highly recommend Puerto Rico. The food was good. Prices were reasonable. Some of the most beautiful sites I've seen. Come across any piranhas? No, I didn't see any sort of crazy creatures. They had like iguanas. Oh, they were, uh, the place I stayed at in Vieques was in, Vieques is like very rural. So it's a lot of like farmers and things like that. So the place we stayed at was a, they do, uh, horse, horseback riding. So there's a horse stable and then there's a rooster and chicken farm. So there were cocks everywhere. I, I mean, every, rooster six in the morning, yeah. I'm calling my mom, talking to her. And she's like, what the hell is that? They're just, 
Oh, got to go get the eggs. Yeah. So Cox, as far as the eye can see in Vieques, I would highly did they, recommend Did you, you come across any, uh, they're called banana spiders. No, I didn't see a single spider when I was there. Wow. In Jamaica, we did, um, oh, shit. What is it? There's a falls in Ocho Rios that we climbed. Mm. And then there's like a path you walk down. Mm-hmm. And there was like, I don't know, one of the guides or whatever. I saw him up ahead. And that it, these banana spiders, they're that harmless. Thing. Yeah. They're huge though. They are, and I don't do spiders. I don't like spiders either. This motherfucker, I could see, I was like 20 yards away. It was so big. <laughs> and this guy goes in and he like gets it out of its web and he's like, shut. And I'm like, oh, fuck that. I went way around. I was like, I don't even want anything to do with that. You ever shit. seen Arachnophobia with Jeff Daniels? I can't watch it. No. I don't like it. That's a good one from the early that 90s. Movie, uh, yeah. I saw one little bit of it as oh. a kid in it. We're watching that me. in a hotel room around I, Halloween time. I you think I saw that they are doing a remake of it. Oh, yeah. I have a remake to talk to you about a little bit further down the line. So, okay. <laughs> You're going to go real highbrow on your North Carolina because you you, you, you you spent your bullets on your Puerto Rico update. Uh, oh, so. no, yeah. I just wanted to tell you I'd never been to – have you ever been to Raleigh? Yes, I have. Oh, you have? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I hadn't been down there. I thought it was a real nice town. It uh, is a nice town. Yeah, I it's tried a nice the, area. Tried the barbecue. Did you go to a Bojangles? No, we went to a place their called... biscuits are amazing. Went to a place called The Pit. And okay. so it was like they would like smoke hogs for 24 hours mm-hmm. over wood chips. And it was just, Carolina just barbecue. Right, just what Colored you like to do, vinegar. smoke hogs. You got me smoking <laughs> my hogs, pulling my pork. You know what I like. Uh, <laughs> all the vinegar-based sauces, oh, yeah. really good. I was just going to say, and then I ended up staying with a coworker. He's 24, 25. He's a younger guy. Loves me, just loves me. He's like, stay with me, stay with me. And so uh, we, we got fanboy in. He was. He loves our comedy. I was going to give you some good feedback in a minute about a couple of our songs, but he's okay. he's a musician and his roommate's a drummer. So we got a case of beer and I just p- played music with these guys for like three hours on Thursday Wait, night. Wait, how, you took your guitar? No, I mean he's got the guy had several guitars. They had a drum kit. These guys are musicians. Wait, they live down there? Yeah. So oh, okay. My, my company's based in Raleigh. That's why oh, I went okay. for my day job. All right, all right, That's why all right, I went right. to Raleigh. Everybody else was already there. Gotcha. So I stayed instead of getting a hotel. I stayed with my coworker. I see. And I he see. and he just got me all sauced up. We, you know, uh, we're smoking a little bit. And then he gave me, he handed me mushrooms at like midnight. He was like, here, take these. At midnight? <laughs> What'd you have to do the next day? I had to work, but I woke up in like his basement in a bed and I was like, how did I get here? You know, it was kind of one of those. <laughs> they were like, they go, you were playing music and you're like, you're ripping the guitar. You're doing great. And they go, all of a sudden you just stopped and you said you had to go to the bathroom. And then when you came, I don't remember any of this, right? He goes, and then when you came out, your pants were undone. They were like half <laughs> hanging off and you looked at his cock out and you're like, I'm to go put my PJs on. <laughs> and then they said I was walking to go like in the basement. Oh, it's they- funny as I've seen this. <laughs> yeah. I've seen this many times. And then they said they were sitting on the couch and I guess I was overhearing what they were saying and I, and I wanted to like be included in the conversation. <laughs> so they said I would keep like poking my head back out and be like, hey, Hey, you guys know Chris Delia touches little kids, right? Like they were talking about like comics. And they said I poked my head out like three more times, oh but each time God. I was lower. <laughs> and then so yeah, and then I got where you just crawling yeah. and sticking around Then I passed out and that was good. Oh man. The other thing I wanted this to tell you was par for the course. My flight got delayed the night before. I was supposed to get in at like ten, ten thirty. My flight got delayed to where it didn't leave until like twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. So I got in at one thirty. I was supposed to stay with my buddy, my coworker. Well, I'm calling him and texting him. He fell asleep on his couch. So I'm like, well, I guess I got to just find a hotel room. Nothing was uh, vacant. I found a Motel 6 in, in Cary. Cary's supposed to be really nice. Ooh. So I go to the Motel 6. You would have thought it was like 530 at night. This place was Banging. jumping. I'm talking people smoking weed and going back and forth to their cars. Oh, party I, central drug I, deal. I, oh, dude, the Motel 6. What would you expect? I go to the front desk to, uh, to register to get in, and I go to open the door. She goes, no, no, come around here. I walk around. Bulletproof glass. Just like one of those things they have in liquor stores in Baltimore City. Yeah, and they're probably like, like hey, what are you doing yeah. here, white boy? And she's like, no, she's really, really nice. Southern, yeah, southern right. white, uh, you know, uh, business owner. Let's say, oh, here you guys, we here. Slip my key under the thing, like it's sort of bank. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then I'm walking up to my room. People's doors are open, like three in the morning, two in the morning. Doors are wide open on the third floor. I'm walking by, they're just staring at me. I'm like, please give me in my room. Oh my I got, remember Big when he's in the room? Yeah, and you're like crying. crying. You're gunshots. Yeah. I, I, shut, I locked my door and then I like laid down and I put the other lock on and I'm just like, 
<laughs> I was only in there for like three hours. I was going to say, hours. did you even get to sleep? I would have been yeah, so I was, uncomfortable. Look, I've, you know me. I've slept in worse, unfortunately. <sighs> but then I'm leaving in the morning, and I'm and I'm walking to my car. We had, we were getting started at like eight in the morning. So or I'm, the guy's picking me up. I'm walking to the car. It's like seven a.m. And one of the people is like, I looked over. He's sitting in front of his room, like on his on his like yeah. little balcony, and he's staring at me. He's ripping a cig. I looked down. He's got like forty cigarettes. Just buttons. pile this of guy them. I've been up all night long ripping them butts. <laughs> he's probably um, enjoying some of that blue crystal. He sure might have. I anyway. Most started watching six, Carrie, five star review. Stay there anytime you're in town. God. <laughs> that was my I'd trouble. have just slept in the car. That's all good. Well, I didn't have one. I took an Uber. Oh, I had an Uber. I'd have slept in an Uber. Can you Uber, just drive around for a few hours? Uber driver, taking that back He here. got mad at me because I was ta- he was taking me to, to my buddy's place. I was like, hey, I got to switch the destination. Can you take me here instead? He's like, what do you mean? You are you still going to give me the same amount of money? And I was like, Damn. I was like, I'll give you more. All right, I'll tip you more. I said it's not about. I said my this guy fell asleep. I can't get into his house. He goes, oh, I'm so sorry. and then we were great friends we had a good like 15 minute combo oh boy wow man you want to tell me what's wrong it looks like you got something that happened to you in bethany well no um i was actually going to do a recap on my uh previous what's wrong where i got that 40 dollar ticket oh yeah and and i was like i'm going to contest it and you're like good luck with that um so do you think uh, that my appeal excuse was accepted by the, the court? The fact that you're asking me already tells me that you won your appeal. But I'm going to tell you no. I don't think you did. I think that's how they make money over the summer. Well, Parking it's, tickets. It's, well, it, it, yes and a no. I, they... <laughs> They were like, they, they, they basically were like, you're guilty, but we'll reduce your fine to $20. Oh, okay. <laughs> you feel like you want. So somebody, I did, well, I feel that how it was time, a small win. How much of your day did you spend at the courthouse? I didn't spend any. I just sent a freaking email. Oh, oh you just emailed them? Yes. Oh, I, I thought you had to go contest it. No, it was a, I contested it in less than 200 oh. characters on a contest form well, Good for you. Good for you. So I got a $20, right? So we go back I, this week. I might need your help. I got like two grand in yeah. easy pass fines Good piled luck with up. That. Uh, so we <laughs> From go- going up and down and not paying the tolls in the, in the tunnel. Oh my God. <laughs> so we, so we go back. Uh, I'm the gingerbread man. <laughs> we go back, right? And, uh, Emily goes into town and, uh, goes into town. she takes my truck again and, uh, As she calls me doing. up and she calls me up and she is fiery mad. She's like, I got a fucking ticket again. And I'm like, are you kidding me? She's like, I used the app. I made sure I had time. Da, da, da. I'm like, walk into that police station and tell them that it's <laughs> full of shit. <laughs> so she. She's like, she goes in as a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. So she double parks in front of the police station and marches in there. And the woman was getting ready to like basically reverse it. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, honey, this isn't for expired time. This is for blocking the bike lane." Oh well, yeah, she Yana, Yana, Yana. She, she said the tailgate was sticking out into the bike lane. Apparently, Yana, and I'm my like, client. I'm like, are you? Dude, I told you that's how they make money down there. Uh, it's they absurd. play zero games when it comes like, to I'm parking. Like, I'm like, there's no, there's no posted rules that state don't don't block a portion of the bike lane. When I was bartending in Dewey, I'd, I'd have to move my car like three times a day when the fucking meter maid would come around. I'd oh go to man, this spot it's bad. And go back there. It's bad. Yeah. So so that's not even the big the big one. The big one is that big storm rolled through a few weeks ago, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I put my power out, which never happens. Um. <clears throat> I've got a, I got a generator. I'm all ready. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, my house is all ready. All I got to do is plug this generator in, and my whole house is powered. What are you right? plugging it to? What do you mean plugging it? I got a I've got a big outlet that it plugs into, and it runs into my power. What panel. if your power's out? That's when it generates power, and well, then it pumps I don't understand it. how you plug your generator in if it's if you don't have power. Aren't you using the fuel? The generator is generating electricity, and it's pumping it into uh, my electric panel, You've which is then feeding it. it into my house. Sorry, sorry. Like, I'm all fucking set up. I'm mm-hmm. like, fucking go out, power. I dare you. And uh, it flickered, and then it came back on. I was like, all oh, right. Right? So I'm standing in the big window in my, in my living room. And I, I see a flash and I look up the street and then I see some movement and I hear a crash and I look in the tree across the street, fell over across the street and landed on the forerunner. Nice. No, 
Not nice. Yeah, get that fucking piece of shit out of here and get yourself a Mercedes. It's got 15,000 miles on it. Get yourself a Tesla. It's a brand new forerunner. Emily stole your truck anyway. This and is it, your opportunity it, to get whatever you lays want. Across, it laid across the fucking, it, man. So I, well, hey, I, I have a question though. I heard Toyotas last forever. Is it, is it salvageable? It is. It is. It's but not totaled. It's not totaled. It, I mean, for fucking, did it land on the like the hood? I mean, on the engine or the... so it landed on the hood and the roof. And the roof. It managed to not break any windows. It shattered the front headlight, mm. and the whole hood needs to be replaced. No the glass, whole bro. quarter panel needs to be replaced. The roof. They need to take the entire roof off. This is a good ad for their glass a new, manufacturer. A new fucking roof. It's all dented in around. The sunroof didn't break. Their glass manufacturer is, is off the charts great. Right. I mean, nothing. These Japanese know their glass. Nothing hit the glass directly, though. It was like the it was like the crotch of the tree. It was just like I need to hook them up with whoever makes the fucking Google phones because the gorilla the gorilla uh, glass. Remember how many of those I broke dropping them about four feet? Oh yeah, they broke fucking motherfuckers. Four feet. I feel like you'd sneeze on it. And it yeah, would break. we were at a campfire. I was sitting down. It fell off my knee. Yeah. How f- on the on the mud. On the well, no, it was like a stone. But. Okay. Well. All right. So all right. So you've heard that you heard the rundown of all the damage. Okay. Uh huh. Oh, it needs new running boards, new yeah. mirror. Yeah. Um, You're talking at least sixty eight hundred bucks. So that was my I was, okay. I was going to give you guess the estimate of damage. I'm going to give you multiple choice. Okay. Yeah. We've got a six thousand six hundred, b nine thousand two hundred, or c twelve thousand one hundred. I'm going to just go where I was closest already at 6,600. All right. What's your guess? All right. Tell him what he's won. A broken mm-hmm. car. Mm-hmm. C, $12,100 $12, worth of fucking damage. Nice. Is that with labor or was that just for that's, the damage? That's ever, I mean, that's the body shop for materials. That was with labor. Time. I was just doing damage. But But here's the thing. He's like, if we find something else... Or whatever, like they're just gonna keep, you know. I mean, insurance what's the car, is covering. What's it. the car worth? Oh well, I guess. I mean, it's fifteen thousand miles. It's a year old. Yeah, so it's probably worth at least. And I asked that. him, I was like, "They're not gonna total this." He's like, "Oh hell no, they're not gonna total this vehicle." No, but it may never drive the same. Well, I mean, nothing happened to the <laughs> mechanics or the like suspension. It's you're all body right. work. What if what if your what if the roof is two inches shorter and your big ass can't fit in that Forerunner anymore? Well, I don't drive it that and often. You, and you'll tell them you're blue in the face. God damn it, Emily! This is a lower roof, and she's like, Eric, you're fucking crazy. You're crazy, and then you're going to be stuck with that thing. Well, you know what though? I'm not because it's a fucking lease. <laughs> what are you watching, Eric? Okay, so I'm expecting some pats on the back here. I will pat you. Um, started Wandavision. Okay. Okay. How far are you? How many episodes? I'm about halfway through the. Okay. Through the, it, it was. Very hard to watch, and I understand yeah. why. Yeah. I, did you? Did they drop the veil? What do you no, know? No, it's just starting to like get like I'm like okay now yeah. I I can see what's yeah. happening. It's here. really so, cool what they do. So I it's think. starting to pick up. And well, I'm, I don't and even notice this too. They parody a different sitcom era on yes. each episode. Yeah, yeah, starts yeah, 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 like, yeah. It starts going the every fifties, sixties, seventies, like Brady. And it's, and it's 80s, so confusing. Like, I was like, what the fuck is happening? It's intended to be trying to like. Because I'm like they're they're building and leading into something, and 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 it's starting to. And I'm like, we figured out that it's in a bubble. So uh, yeah, it's it's getting good. But there's so many other things that we're watching. Yeah. Okay. So uh, there's that, and then Loki is next on the horizon. As Wonderful. Soon as I finish that up. Those are probably my two favorites. And I have to watch them because, as you have a note, and I don't want to go down a rabbit hole yet, but. What is it? Phase five is coming. Yeah, we'll talk about what so, we're excited for so, in a minute. Yeah. And six. They they put all the titles of everything for phase five and six. Oh, out. five, six. Is t- okay, I only got half. Anyway, so, <clears> so yeah. If you think of it this way, uh, they the 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 next they're calling this the um, multiverse saga. The first right. one was the Infinity Gauntlet or Infinity War saga. Mm-hmm. So this is like another big build up. So the last Avengers movie that'll stamp the end of Brought this. Brought to you by Spindrift Beverages. Spindrift, delicious. delicious. So the next one is uh, is going to finish up with another big Avengers event. And the, <laughs> the villain is revealed in Loki. I'm not telling you anything beyond I'm exci- that. Yeah, no, I'm excited for Loki. Um, but Loki's yeah, so, fucking so, awesome. So there's that. But this is the one. This is the winning one. You watched it, didn't you? I watched Winning Time. How and I hate it? when you're fucking right. <laughs> I, I was you. I was cussing you hard, and I was just like, I fucking hate when he's right. And I binged like the first five episodes. Dude, it's so good. 
It's really, 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 really good. It hits good. home for what we do, too, if you think of it. You it know what really I mean? It's does. like this one-man band. Yeah, he's like, yeah. what, two, man, whatever. He's got right. his, his body. But it's like that. It's He believes on, in it. More on a than, much bigger scale. Yeah, but he's like borrowing from Paul, Peter to Rob Paul. and You know what I mean? Like, Think about how that guy yeah. on, a, on a fucking dream was like, I'm buying the Lakers. Now, he had money, but right. you know but what he, I mean? Like, but he basically liquidated yeah. every. I mean, he owned the fucking Chrysler building for Well, they weren't a great now. investment back then either. He made them with that the Showtime Lakers and the and – the, Oh, yeah, the, he made it all. The cheerleaders and the so, spectacle of it all. So I, I John, pulled some John C. Riley, by the way. Oh my God, he's <laughs> fucking incredible. And I, there's a lot of times I was trying to envision, um, Michael Will, Shannon, Will Ferrell. Oh yeah, because Will Ferrell was originally supposed to play that role, and I'm like, well, yep, it wouldn't have been as good. Like I he's agree. too, he's too. F- well, Funny, he, I guess. Will Ferrell wanted the role. He's not. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't have dramatic chops like that. John C. Riley. Remember, he was in like Gangs in New York. Right. And, like, he can. He can parody he's got dramatic the dramatic chops. and the. Yeah. F- he can do that co- comedic humor. Well, they, they, that dry humor that I just feel like. Will Ferrell wanted it. Do you know who they cast and actually started filming with was Michael Shannon, who was. Do you remember uh, Man of Steel with Henry Cavill, the Superman movie? Mm-mm. Oh god, Michael Shannon. Yeah, look him up. He was also on, I think, Boardwalk Empire. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was yeah, in the no Shape way. of Water. Oh god, no, he well, would have been. I think he's he basically he said because John C. Riley like breaks the fourth wall a lot. That's yeah, the character. a lot. Michael C. Or I mean, uh, Michael Shannon was like he's not that type of actor. He was like fully engrossed in the scene. He was like, I just can't get into. It. I don't understand. You know, and they were like, "We got to get ready." Like, he, like the, he couldn't break the fourth wall. Yeah, the way he, he acts is—I guess—he's fully engrossed in the scene. Right? He's not that type of, I guess, actor that. Can yeah, I mean, John C. Riley would totally be in the scene, and then yeah. he'd turn and he'd just be like, "He was absolutely perfect for." It. So I just—you you know about a swan and uh, <laughs> how they make a horrible sound just before they die. I mean, you it was it. like it was really good. So I can't imagine anybody else in that role. I think is what's crazy is but that him he was Will Ferrell on the outs because of this. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that last time. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. All right, so I pulled some awesome. um, some good uh, questions. Here. Yeah. All right, so uh, Magic John, and I learned a lot about Magic John. I mean, a lot of these folks that I you know, know about them, but I didn't know about them in this way. Yeah. Um, and it was cool. It was really cool learning about these these, yeah, these ball players. Frames up a neat era. So uh, Magic Johnson bought his first car in 1979, mm-hmm. Mercedes Benz 450 SL. In 1979, that car cost because mm-hmm. I mean it was a big deal when he fucking rolled up with that car. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it cost uh, it was a eighteen thousand, mm-hmm. b thirty two thousand, mm-hmm. or c forty six thousand. We're gonna go with Eric's big numbers tonight. Forty six thousand. Uh, that is incorrect. Thirty two. Yes. Okay, that's what my gut said, but I wanted to go bigger. It was thirty two thousand. Now, what, so wait before you say anything. Hold on. Okay, I already know where you're going with this. Okay, I'm already ahead of you. So the price then is the equivalent to current day one hundred twenty eight thousand eight hundred thirty five dollars. Yeah, which I was because I was like. Thirty-two grand. Like, well, what year did you say this was? Seventy-nine. And what year does his rookie year take place when he's on the Lakers? That was that was seventy-nine. I thought it was eighty-one. Was it? No, he was still in college when you're talking about this. So he's getting paid to play basketball. That's what I'm alluding to. The Lakers won the world championship in, in eighty-one. 80. Well, I thought it was 81. Whatever, no, it was eighty. <laughs> I thought you were trying to say that he was getting this money before they paid him. No. I don't know. <laughs> That's what we need to figure out. Right. If Michigan State <laughs> bought uh, Magic Johnson a car. Cool. So so then there was one other thing. Uh, well, there's two things. But then there was an anecdote that I really like that Tom's, or that, that uh, Dr. Buss said. In episode eight, it opened with an anecdote about running a mile under four minutes. Mm-hmm. And how he talked about how it was just humans – <laughs> Always thought it was impossible. Nobody yeah. could run it under. Nobody tried. Right. Nobody ever tried it. Yep. And then um, it's so. My question is: Is how many years did people believe and not test that a human cannot run a mile under? Is it a five hundred years, b twelve hundred years, or c two thousand years? Two thousand. All two thousand years. Yeah. Yes. I, two out of three ain't bad. Mm-hmm. Actually, mm-hmm. I think I got one. So yeah, two thousand years. Nobody. 
tried to test it. And then he goes, after the guy, I don't remember the guy's name that tested it and ran it. And it was like three minutes and 59 seconds, 9.9. I mean, it was Mm -hmm. just under four minutes. Mm -hmm. He's like, guess how long it took before the next person ran it in, in less time. It was like 40 days. There you go. Yeah, they just kept doing it. Yeah, that was awesome, wasn't it? So it was just cool how he was like breaking these, these like inspirational things yeah, down. Man, there's tons of inspiration to take from that. I thought you would enjoy it quite a but bit. But the inspirational quote that I really like was the mantra between Pat Riley and his wife. Yeah, how about Pat Riley? You know, he becomes the coach of the Lakers. Original, yeah, eventually. Yeah, and wins like five championships. It's just cool. It, look it, how, because, look, yeah, look how he ended up there. It was there's going like, to be a season two, evidently, so they're going to continue yeah, the story. Yeah, it's coming in 23 or 24. Yeah. It's but already it's just, been approved. He, the, his path to, to being a superstar coach was insane. Yeah, like, he wasn't <laughs> even supposed to be there. Yeah. <laughs> and the other guy was just like a total pussy. Paul oh, Westbrook. my God. <laughs> Dude, how about that coach hitting his head like that? That's all a true story. Like a little bit fictionalized the way it happened, but he had a fucking bike accident like that. All that happened. See, and I, like, that was the thing is because it always it said between for yeah. every episode that some things were. I looked it all up know, after like, every episode. I, I didn't want to spoil anything because right. I didn't know every piece of the story. Right, right. Uh, but I looked up like that coat. All that happened, man. Like that guy was the architect of all of it. And then it is head. broke his head. Crazy dude. Like just destiny and all kinds it's of weird nuts. shit at play there, man. So here's the, here's the mantra. I think we should go to sports after this, by the okay. way, because we've been taking a long time. We can start with our other stuff on the all next right. one. Are you ready for the mantra? It's a good transition too. function forward. Control what we can. That's right. Yeah. And with that, let's go to sports. Jump shots, goals, running, balls, defense, champions. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Marv Albert, and welcome to another edition of Statless Sports. First, some NFL news. All right. Fantasy football drafts are right around the corner, right? You gonna, are you participating in any fantasy football leagues this year? Probably not. Okay, great. I'm the commissioner of mine. Some breaking news for all you fantasy football heads out there. Seattle Seahawks running back Chris Carson is walking away from the NFL. He's just 27 years old after reportedly retiring due to a neck injury. 27. See you later. Bad neck. So mm. get him off your draft boards, ladies and gentlemen. That's the first thing I wanted to announce. Chris Carson, if somebody <laughs> drafts him in my league, you, you've been warned. Uh, some other NFL news, another soundbite. just pulled his phone out shaking his head. <laughs> another, some other NFL news. Who's our favorite, uh, who's our favorite owner for soundbites? Do we, do you know? For soundbites? Who've I, who've I referenced here before who's gotten himself in hot water with some things that oh, he said? Um, I mean, there's been a lot. Who's the a most lot. recognizable owner in the NFL? Uh, America's team. Oh. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry's back in the news for all the right reasons. Jerry Jones uses an offensive term for little people. Oh boy. At Cowboys camp. (laughs) Jerry Jones has put his foot in his mouth on the opening day of Dallas Cowboys training camp, using an offensive term for little people while addressing a throng of media members. The team's owner was remembering the late Larry Lacewell, the Cowboys' longtime director of college and pro scouting, when he used the dreaded M-word. Lace had out here. He was good. Jerry said, speaking to the, <laughs> the media, I'm going to go ahead and see, get me somebody, a midget, to stand up there with me and dress up like Lace and think Lace is still out here helping us. Look at that, practicing with all of us. Jerry's 79 years old. Do we give him a pass? I mean... <laughs> does, the, does the term midget offend you? But you're not a little person. I don't know if I'm even like say, saying a slur right now. Apparently I am. I don't... Uh, yeah, I you're don't You're supposed know. to say little people. I can't keep up. Do we give Jerry a pass? You're giving Jerry a pass. The little people of it's... America are... Fired up, I don't Eric. think, well, I mean, we need to ask one of our future comedians what, what oh, her we take will is ask her. We do, have, we do have a little, uh, little person comedian. <laughs> I don't know that, I don't know either, Careful. man. Careful! It's a slippery goddamn slope. I'm scared. I don't know, like, I don't. I don't want to offend. We'll I don't have, want to offend, look, but I don't understand we'll pull her why side. it's so offensive. It'll be easy. We'll pull her aside. We'll have a little conversation with her. It'll be fine. Next in NFL news, let's, 
<laughs> Let's keep it going, baby. All right. Do you Spin remember that wheel? I told you guys a story about a month ago, maybe a month and a half ago, about a defensive back formerly for the uh, Oakland, now the Las Vegas Raiders. His name is Damon Arnett. Do you mm-hmm. remember the story I told yeah. you where he pulled a gun uh, on a valet driver? Yeah. Yeah. All I right. I remember that. Well, Arnett found himself in more legal trouble in Florida, of all places, on Tuesday morning. He was getting some good news about his other court case in Las Vegas, where they dropped a few of the charges against him for when he was accused of pulling a gun on a valet. Uh, more legal trouble, though, for Damon Arnett. He was just arrested again, this time after cops said good they found Lord. a cocaine-like substance in his pocket during a traffic stop. During the stop, which police say occurred at 8.56 on a Monday... The documents they found, uh, Arnett had been driving on a suspended license and issued him a citation. So, not only does this guy have gun charges, but he's driving on a suspended license with his whole future in the balance and decides to take a little blow with him on the trip. Does, does Damon Arnett get a pass there? Uh, I, well, let's, we're going to find out. Hold on a second. Let me ask you this. If, if the two starting cornerbacks for the Ravens get hurt again this year... And Damon Arnett is out there, and he's healthy, and he comes in, and he runs a four three forty, and he looks great. Okay. Do we give him a shot? Um, I'm going to say no. He doesn't get a pass, okay, because of the fact that he is making corner, corner, yeah. He's making DB defensive back three point three million dollars a year. Well, he was. And you can't afford to fucking have a driver. <laughs> These guys puzzle me so much. I would be like, I'm just going to pay somebody to fucking drive me everywhere. Especially if your license is suspended. Especially if your license is suspended. And you want to do blow at 8.50 on a Monday. Right. Fucking get a driver. Uh, no, no, it was 8.50. Uh, but it was a Monday. It was a Monday. Who's doing blow on a on Monday? On a Monday evening. Good Lord. Or carrying it or taking it from point A to point B. Look, like, as someone that's done a lot of blow Monday, you're like, man, I better fucking lay off the blow for a few days. Especially <laughs> if you're a pro fucking athlete. Oh, he was. I think Tom, Tom's is hard for our man there. Tom's I mean, hard come on. Total guarantees, $13 million, and you can't fucking afford a driver. <laughs> Last thing I wanted to talk to you about. Great, All great points, Eric. We were talking – now, this isn't a what are we watching. This is tying back into that a little bit. Okay. Have you heard that they are rebooting the classic A League of Their Own? I have not, and this is appalling to my ears right now. I saw the trailer today. Oh, all right. how bad was it? Now, Amazon is – it's a series that they're producing. Oh, all right, so it's going to be multiple episodes. I just – I don't want this to come off the wrong way, so I want to preface oh, this. Oh, come off the wrong way. I please. want to preface this by saying they are framing this as as the movie was, as a somewhat fictionalized historical retelling of a – you know, a, a, an era, right? It's a period piece, okay? Which means that some things you can't really mess with from a plot perspective, such what, as – Madonna the, wasn't originally no, in that talking time? Talking about the political and, and racial uh, – uh, tensions of the time right so i'm watching the trailer right and as i watch it it's by the way it takes place the first season takes place in 1943 tom hanks in it again no takes place in 1943 i'm watching it one of the leads on the show is an african-american woman okay right and and she's like one of the the players that gets recruited and she like throws a ball like up into the stands and everybody's like holy shit look at this check and i just was like no. I'm not I'm not coming from a bad place, but I was like, that I don't was, think no. they, even male baseball was segregated no. until Jackie Robinson did it like 20 years later. Yeah. <laughs> so I looked it up, and there were no black African-American no, players to make it. in this league. Oh, my God. And so, again, I'm it's all for – It's not even for, historically accurate. All for you know, black leads and anything. Again, Get Out was right. awesome. We watched Queen, Queen and Slim. Any of these movies are incredible. I can – Black Panther. I'll watch anything with with a black lead actor. This just didn't make any Hell, fucking sense. you married sense. a black woman. I, I think did. you were in the clear. Well, that doesn't always <laughs> give you the, the pass. Some people are, are weird with that. But I'm sitting there watching it going, this is not fucking possible. It would be right. like – I don't know. It would be like uh, four black guys in, in the Nazi Germany army in a World <laughs> War II movie. And it's just like, well, there were no black guys in fucking right. Nazi Germany. Like It's not- false. It's false his- history. It's false history. I just lost. lost I was like, what? 
then this isn't a league of their own. Like, they're trying to talk about a real baseball league that yeah. happened. It'd be like if Winning Time and Magic Johnson was, like, a white guy. Yeah. Like, right. what? Yeah. <laughs> or or if Pat Riley was a black guy. Like, it doesn't matter. Larry, just... Larry Bird was a black guy. Yeah, you're telling a fucking <laughs> historical tale here. Anyway, Amazon, king of the woke. Oh, my God. I guess. Now, I don't wait. Now, know. now, are they gonna, are they gonna have the, um, it just bothers me. I don't know why it The opening me. text, <laughs> like they did in Winning Time, where it's like, some of these things are fiction. And they I have been know. used for dramatic purposes. You're trying to talk about a th- real thing, which is cool, where women had to go play baseball while the men were away at war. I, I, again, I'm all about inclusion. It's just historically right. inaccurate. What are you I, doing? It? It's right. Well, that's, <laughs> don't that's make this the, a, make this about some fictional league. That we have is they're teaching people inappropriate, wrong history. Yeah, it's that, not real history. That it's that not gets true. To be a bit much for me. Anyway, that's your sports update. We probably pissed a lot of people off. Well. <laughs> And we're back, Eric, with our final segment, A Little Jetty, we like to call Earth is Full. Do you have someone you want to kick off the planet this week, Eric? Um, I don't have uh, any particular person, but I have a company that I would like to kick off the planet. Is that acceptable? Maybe when I hear what you're going to say. I have to, I have to hear it, Your Honor. Okay, hold on. Hold on. The Blaze is wanting me to stop tech censorship. <laughs> The ads. Okay, so uh, there was a Burger King employee who is, has worked at this fast food restaurant for 27 years, never missed a day, mm. and in recognition of his hard work, what do you think would be somewhat of a reasonable like? Yeah, I'd say word for such such Whopper meal for at least a week. <laughs> well, you're free not ra- far off. Free rations, not far off. The management company. Uh, rewarded the worker with a goodie bag. <laughs> and, and this gentleman is so humble that he was just, he was happy, he was happy with it. What's in the goodie bag? What's in the um, box? It, it, it was, um, a single movie ticket. Two? A single movie, just a... Well, if it was like Top Gun, that would be different well, I'm than guessing, fucking... I'm guessing he could just go to the theater and have a voucher for whatever movie. $30 value if it's 3D right. and XD. A Starbucks cup. <laughs> Did it have his name on it? An empty cup. Did it at least have his name on it? <laughs> Two packs of, not Bubblicious, but Lifesavers candy. Awesome. A bag of Reese's Pieces. I love Reese's Pieces. Two pens... Well, and, and a few other trinkets hey, like they, wait, like keychains. They, they could have given him one pen. <laughs> there, which I'm gonna, and it says, despite the severely lackluster gift, uh, Mr. Ford was very appreciative of the gesture. Twenty-seven years in service at Burger King. Not a didn't miss a single day. That's insane. That's great work ethic, and it's at an airport. I mean, it's, oh, it's like, the worst. The worst. Like the, worst. the amount of assholes that that dude has probably so you, had to deal with. You want to get rid of Burger King or just this place? Just this is because they're franchised. It's no, probably it's not the- Burger King. It's this management company oh. called um, HMS Host. Oh, and they're the company that operates restaurants and airports. I mean, this company probably makes billions, billions. of dollars, billions and billions because they're. They're operating Idiots. restaurants in airports. Kick We're talking them off. Plural. I, I I support it. What are they called? HMS Host. All right, sell all their stock for for our, in our company uh, <laughs> that we that we tied up our corporate money and, in. And by the way, this is at he worked at the Las Vegas airport. That's I wanted like, to, they own the the restaurants uh-huh. and manage the restaurants in in of all airports. You're the approved. Las Vegas. Don't talk yourself out of the sale. You're approved. They're okay. gone. They're right. gone. I've taken them out of your out of your equation. Now, there is some light on the other side of this gloomy rainbow. Please. Um, David Spade, comedian, actor, picked this up. Joe Dirt. And uh, he, hey, I think he. Does your mama sew? I want to say he gave him like five grand or something or started a GoFundMe. Nice. And the GoFundMe, uh, I'm looking here, sorry. Yeah, the GoFundMe at the time of this raised like sixty three grand for. That's him. great. That's um, more than he makes in a year, guaranteed. Oh, I'm sure that's probably double or triple. I don't he know. Makes. If he's been there twenty seven years, he probably gets an incremental pay bump each year. Mm, well, then again, if they're giving him tic tacs I mean, and lifesavers, tic tacs and lifesavers. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't hold your breath. Ah! <laughs> oh, you know what I want to tell you? I forgot about this. When I left the, this is just going back to Puerto Rico for a brief second. When I left the uh, 
carport. I rented a car and I drove to Luquillo. It was like 40 minutes. There was a stripper road. Back for, in Puerto Rico? Yeah, mean? yeah, for probably about Man. seven or eight miles. Listen to this. This is why it'll relate to what you just said. For about seven know. or eight miles, I thought I was in a time loop or the twilight zone. We started driving and there was a church's chicken and a Burger King. All right. And then like, like liquor stores in Baltimore City. I'm telling you how frequently they were. Like I went less than a quarter mile, church's chicken, Burger King. Less than a quarter mile, Church's Chicken Burger. I probably probably thirty Burger Kings. A Burger King is in, in the a, in, in a, the Caribbean in eight islands. Mile, yeah, but in this eight mile stretch, it was every. It was like remember Demolition Man, yeah. where they're like every restaurant <laughs> is a Taco Bell. I'm like, babe, I think every fucking restaurant down here is a burger. It's the first thing I saw. And the funniest thing is, we get to our hotel and and then we checked in and we went to Wendy's. Oh, that's <laughs> a sick fucking burn. Sunday hates Burger King. Fuck Burger King. Maybe she should, though. All right, last thing. All right, wrap this up. Sometimes, Eric. Be quick. Sometimes the universe and evolution smiles at you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes your job is done for you. I'm not kicking anyone else off the planet today because it's already happened. Okay? Okay. A 22-year-old man this week suffered a gruesome death on his Mykonos vacation (laughs) when he was struck by helicopter blades. Wow, that, that, that must have how, been a hell of a mess on the tarmac. How could that happen? You say was the was the helicopter flying too low? Was it was there an accident of some sort? Authorities looked into it and they now believe that this could be a case of a photo op gone tragically wrong. Jack Fenton and his three friends were recently getting off their hired Black Bell 407 helicopter coming back from the Greek Isle. Uh, they were taken there to a private lounge. They waited for the vehicle, and then he headed back towards the helicopter at a fast pace as everyone shouted at him, Come back! <laughs> Witnesses spoke to the Greek Committee for Aviation Accidents and said that he had his phone on his ear as he went towards the back of the helicopter where the blade was still spinning. He was struck in the head, killing him instantly. People described it as horrifying. I describe it as evolution. Wow. I mean, I'm speechless. So, you know, the guy that only got Tic Tacs and Lifesavers mm-hmm. probably doesn't have a ton of cash, but he's not at risk for a helicopter, private helicopter fucking head decapitation. As so, long as he stays in the airport, Burger King. Man. Well, those who saw the incident could only describe it as horrifying. The pilot was uh, arrested. What? What? How is this the pilot's fault? We need to go fund me for that pilot. And with that, that's all we got for you. As always, Eric, this episode has been completely unextraordinary. unextraordinary. Thank you, Dark Continent. Good night. This is the League of Unextraordinary Gentlemen.